Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... The enraged Eldritch Knight ignored the party's plans and pursued a fleeing gnome and walked right into a hyena ambush. But before he was torn to shreds, his fellow adventurers followed and saved his smoldering ass from the bloodthirsty canines. And before they could catch their breath, arrows rained down upon them. Quickly, they ran back inside, and with a now more cautious Elric, they were finally able to take a short rest. Soon, the party continued their exploration of the ancient hunting lodge and discovered the crumbling remnants of its previous occupants. They also found some very troubling items belonging to the lodge's new inhabitants, like Thayan literature, a magical lodestone, and hints of blood magic. And as the party made their way further into the lodge, Esmir was suddenly overcome with a sense of foreboding. They readied their actions, but they weren't the only ones who were ready. Another ambush! The better part of valor was used. Stealth was thrown down. Hyenas were killed to death. Billowing cloaks did not impress. Outnumbered, the cowardly attackers soon retreated into an ancient part of the lodge, and our brave battlemaster quickly pursued and ran right into, you guessed it, another null ambush. How many more battles can our party withstand? Will the deep breathing exercises help Elric manage his anger issues? Will Atma help Jake even after he complained about him? Will they ever come up with a name? I mean, the smoldering Albaniacs? Really? Who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. Without hesitation, you follow the laughter down the stairs and you leap onto this retreating knoll and cut it down. I look around. Is anybody running at me now? Yes. <laughs> of, course, of course they are. I shout up the stairs. What are not alone? <laughs> okay, so uh, you look into this old keep and your eyes take a second to see what's in here because it's very dim. There are no windows in this building. There is only a single tall, thin slit cut into the thick stone about 15 feet right above you at the bottom of the stairs there. And sunlight casts a thin beam of light through this opening across the room and onto a rune-engraved monolith which you remember seeing from outside and seeing that this uh, keep seem, uh, seemed to be built around, right? And that it also goes all the way up to the second floor. 
and carved into this monolith is a fireplace. And you also see in this room various piles of crates and containers and disorderly piles of clothes and vases, earthenware, just stuff. And you see three closed doors, one across from you on the southern wall and one on both the eastern and western walls. And in the southeast corner of this room, you see two gnolls aiming their longbows at you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, Elric, Cullen just ran downstairs and you heard some hacking and slashing, and then you hear them yelling, uh, we're not alone here. What are you gonna do? My friend, all right, I'm gonna chase after him. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 puts me at the top of the stairs. 40 puts me right behind you, but I can't do anything else. Okay. So Elric takes the dash action, and as Elric is running down the stairs to aid you, Cullen, the gnolls release their arrows at you. The first one misses with a 15, and it bounces off the stone walls behind you. But the second one hits with an 18, and it does four points of damage. All right, now we go back upstairs to Esmir, who is searching through the chests in the bedroom. Yes. And Esmir, you find nothing but rot, mold, and insects that have made their homes in there. And outside the room, you heard Cullen yell, we're not alone. What do you want to do? This one would put me in the doors at one square. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll run to there. Okay. Esmir's running down here, but she's going to come back upstairs here later, whether she does it by herself or with other people. Well, another moldy closet would be my guess, but, you know, worth looking, I suppose. Well, I went to the other room and I found a chest full of treasure, but we'll talk about that later because we're not in the same room. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jake, uh, you see Esmir run out of that room and start heading down the stairs. And downstairs, you heard Cullen's warning and the twanging of bows. What are you going to do? The twanging of hillbilly guitars. <laughs> My, I'm going to... Okay, so 510 will put me at the top of the stairs, but hang on a second here. I need to come in here so I could see where I'm at. It's at the top of the stairs. That was 10. Then 15, 20, 25, 30 will put me at the bottom of the stairs. In front of these guys, then I'm going to pull out my crossbow, and I'm going to fire my crossbow at null number nine. Die, bastard. Eighteen hits, doing uh, 1d8 plus one piercing onto G null nine. Nine. Oh, fantastic. Two points. It just nicks his ear. I pierced his ear. <laughs> I call it. You see uh, your tutor run down the stairs, loading up his crossbow and firing it at the knolls. What do you do? I leap off the stairs and I close the distance with number nine. And if you wish, I can roll athletics. Uh, no, that was you were low enough towards the bottom of the stairs. No problem. All right. And I take some mighty swings. Thirteen. Thirteen misses. And then the long sword. Twenty hits. A dirty twenty. A seven moderately damaged. 
better than nothing. Hexlash! Okay, Elric, Cullen has leapt off the stairs and into this old keep, and he has charged the two gnolls and engaged. What are you going to do? All right. Get in there, boy. I'm going to get in there because if I leave him to it, he's going to have two gnolls on him. So I'm going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, and I'm going to go after gnoll number 8. Glaive. Miss. 13 misses. Mm. What about the bonus action? Do it. Yes. Bonus action hits. 22. Damage. Light. Okay, so this I damage. Five. Nice. Five, five points. points. Yeah, five points of damage. All right. <laughs> he must have parried the first one, but then the second one got him. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. He parried right into your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cullen and Elric, you guys have run up to these gnolls and engaged them in melee combat. So they drop their bows and thrust out their spears at you. Knoll 8 goes after Elric and misses with a 15. Knoll 9 goes after Cullen and misses with an 11. All right, so Esmir, you're at the top of these ancient stone stairs and you see Cullen and Elric disappear into the keep, leaving Jake at the bottom of the stairs. What do you do? Um, can I shoot from up here? Can I shoot a firebolt from up here? Uh, it'd be pretty tough to hit from there. You might have to come down a little bit more. I'll just come down a little bit more. As far as down, I'm going to get there and I'm going to scooch on the stairs and shoot down. Okay. If I can. All right, go for it. And I'm going to shoot uh, Geno number nine with the firebolts. And I rolled a one. Oh, shit. Fumbles. Fumble. All right, you rolled a 13 on the fumble table. You have slipped in the heat of combat. Make a de- uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, man. Oh. How's that? Natural 20. A one and then a 20. <laughs> fumble? What, me? You fumbled better than anybody. <laughs> All right, very nice save. You are making your way down these old steps, trying to get... Uh, trying to line up a shot on that knoll down there when you got too close to the edge and when you let that firebolt go, your foot slipped on the step. Whoa! But you caught yourself uh, and avoided falling off. Nice. And my firebolt banks off the wall and hits the guy. <laughs> no. No? no. <laughs> I think the lesson nope. is gnomes, <laughs> gnomes don't stumble. All right, Jake, the boys are battling the knolls and a firebolt just flew wildly down into the keep. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. That's what we're waiting to hear. <laughs> I'm going to come over. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> I'm going to look at Genol number eight and say, Agma has something for you, you see. How about a sacred flame in your fuzzy face? Oh, he failed. Oh, and he failed. Failed. Right. Ha ha! So I dropped damage on him. Yeah, that was good. Uh, three points. That was, that's okay. Good. And as the sacred flame descends on this knoll and lights up this dim keep for a brief moment, another knoll appears oh from around oh. the corner of this alcove back here. Oh boy. And this knoll wields a glaive, and it jumps around and brings it down upon Elric. 19 Ooh. hits. 1d10 plus 2. 
Oh, maximum damage, 12 points. Ouch, oh my god. He surprised you as this pole arm comes jabbing out from around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you, Elric. (laughs) That's okay. But these guys laugh. So funny. (laughs) A knoll has just appeared from around the corner, swinging a glaive. Blood erupts from Elric and splatters all over you and Jake. (laughs) But then you watch as all the blood on Elric's chainmail just disappears as it magically cleans itself off. (laughs) What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to try and um, dig my way through these guys. So take another swing at... um, at uh, null number nine, number nine, number nine. 23 hits. Sweet. Heavy damage. Nice, five points. That's 21 hits. All right. Sword hits. Six points of damage and he's dead. Cool. Oh, wow. yes. Sweet. And I have movement, so I'm going to move here to null eight. I'm digging my way through you. <laughs> I'm going to get back there to the bastard that stuck my friend. Okay. Get in there. All right, Elric. A new knoll has arrived on the scene and cut you with his glaive. What are you going to do? All right, can I reach the guy that got me with his glaive? He's 10 feet away. Sure, he reached you. You can reach him. All right, so here we go, glaive. Oh, man. Nine misses. He could use a bless. Bonus butt. Wow, there you go, another 20. Nice. The butt is on fire. The butt is on fire. (laughs) Butt is on fire. Nice, nine points of damage. Nine points. The butt is on fire. (laughs) Okay, so this Noel watches his buddy go down, and then Cullen just step over his body in advance. And this Noel's starting to panic, and it thrusts its spear at Cullen and misses with a 15. All right, Esmir, from high up the staircase, uh, you watch this battle happening down below. What are you going to do? I'm going to... I'm going to shoot Gino number two with the firebolts. 17 hits. hits. Finally. Nice. I can roll. Pew! Oh, oh. so close. Almost a 10. <laughs> I that too. But it rolled to a four. All right, four points of damage. <laughs> Are you going to move at all? No. All right, Jake. You just got squirted with Elric blood. What do you do? I'm, I'm, I'm wiping it out of my eye. <laughs> I'm going to shoot a sacred flame at Gino number eight, you'll see. It fails. And he fails. Right. He's stuck in the corner there. He, Cullen trapped him in there, and he can't dodge those sacred flames now. All right, you hit him. I hit him with, oh, yeah, seven points. Nice. Puts him into heavy. Oh, sweet. Thank you, Lord Agma, for returning. Hang out for a while. We need you, you'll see. Okay, yeah. yeah. So. The polearm knoll sees Cullen cutting through its comrades, making his way towards it with a vengeful look in his eyes. And it, it tells the other knoll, hey, duck. <laughs> and it swings its glaive over its head at Cullen. And misses with a 10. Sweet. <laughs> okay, Cullen, you just dodged this glaive that swung over the knoll in front of you. What are you going to do? Well, first of all, I'm going to remind him, I'm not a duck. A boom. <laughs> Take a swing. Oh, 11 misses. I'm going to try some precision again. Didn't work for me the last time, but 
let's maybe this time. Six plus 11 would be 17. Yep, 17 hits. So damage. Oh, you killed him. Sweet. Nice. Sweet, the sweet, uh, sweet Those battle death. maneuvers. I'm stepping over to your dead body. And I'm going to go after Pole Master number two with my second swing. Oh, and he misses. Oh, uh, shit. Ten misses. Shicks. Okay. <laughs> Elric, uh, Cullen is just cutting these knolls down and pressing forward. What do you do? I'm going to keep uh, going after him with my glaive. Okay. So let's see if we hit him. Hit. Mm, yes. Just barely. Damage. 16. Critical. Puts him in the critical. Seven points. Nice. Bonus butt. Bring him down with the butt. Nails him. 23. That butt is on fire. Damage. Dying. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> Grimaced him All with right. the bloody end of your butt. You're going to have to wash your butt off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so these defeated gnolls lay dead at your feet. Their blood pools around their mangy bodies. And you look around this ancient keep. Uh, Its smooth, thick stone walls surround you like like a dark, cold tomb. And you know from its design and build that this structure was here long before the Phylons built their lodge. Mm, the monolith that this uh, keep seems to be carved from, uh, it towers over you. Etched runes cover it, strange symbols from a language long forgotten. And a fireplace has been carved in its base. And scattered around this room, uh, there are various disorganized piles of items and you assume that they're the ill-gotten gains from the Knolls' uh, raids upon this countryside. And Are there the, any useful, like, rations or anything in this horde area? Anything that we could use? Uh, you don't see anything that looks like it would contain food. Uh, it's mostly household items that, uh, you know, common folk would own, like rugs, uh, blankets, cloaks, furs, you see uh, furniture, vases, household, uh, you know, kitchen stuff. Uh, it's actually pretty pathetic uh, as far as hordes go. It actually reminds you of the stuff you found stored in Harpshield Castle. Mm. Well, Esmir is, has been distracted and completely mesmerized and very uh, unable to take her mind off of the giant monolith that's she knows this is made out of so she's gonna go to this fireplace and investigate the fireplace okay and she wants to look in the fireplace and look for any sort of tunnel or secret entrance or something like that okay go ahead and roll an investigation check all right so you guys also see uh there in the southeastern corner where the the dead knolls are there a small alcove and when you look in you see a thin stone spiral staircase that leads down into darkness and you guys also see three doors in this old keep one on the southern wall and one on both the eastern and western walls now you know that the western and southern doors lead outside but you're pretty sure that the eastern door leads into another room. Hmm. Okay, 
So, Esvir, you're looking over this fireplace that's carved into this monolith, and you can tell that this fireplace has not been used in a long, long time. And you also confirm that the walls of this keep are the same stone as this monolith, but the walls uh, of the keep have been carved and smoothed out while the monolith has been untouched for eons. It's just natural rough stone. And you also see that the runes that are carved in it are also uh, probably just as old because you don't recognize these symbols. You've never seen um, them in any books that you've uh, read uh, in your lifetime, right? So in your investigation, you don't find anything out of place or any secret levers or loose stones or anything like that. Everything seems normal and solid. I just feel like this mon this monolith is significant somehow, but that's just Esmir being curious about that. Know me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you guys want to do? So is there any activity in this room that I'm standing by this door? Okay. So you head over to the eastern door, and with your passive perception, you immediately notice that this door is barred from the inside and that it's trapped. It has the same trap that was on the door that Esmir shrunk when you first, uh, you know, entered this lodge this morning. And you can see above the door there, there's a plank of wood riddled with rusty nails uh, set to swing down at anyone who walks through that door. So from the inside of this room? Right. And you uh, turn and look at the other doors, and you see that they, they're all barred and trapped the same way. It's all set up to prevent anyone from getting into this room. I like see. they were protecting their horde in here. I see. So, okay, so then I want to back away. <laughs> Everybody back away. Um, guys, gather round, because I want to open up this door. Okay. And so anybody who might be barred behind it is going to come scrambling out at us, but I think we need to clear it. Okay. And can I use thaumaturgy to spring it? Well, you would have to remove the plank that's barring uh, the door first. <laughs> I will pull the I will pull the I will pull the plank. I I'll pull the plank. You pull the plank. Well, I'm going to I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to move the bar out of the way and then retreat back here to a safe place and then you can try and open it. Okay, dokie. Okay. Roll me roll me a dexterity check with advantage. Uh, okay, let's see. 20. Good, 20. Nice. Okay, nice. You slowly pull the plank up that's barring the door, and you set it down on the ground and smoothly step back, all without setting off the trap. Everybody ready? I'm going to ready my axe for I'm throwing. I'm going to ready a firebolt. I'm going to ready a firebolt. All right. You guys ready your throwing axes and firebolts, and Jake casts thaumaturgy upon the door, and the door swings open. And as it does, the trap is sprung, and a plank of wood springs down and harmlessly swings in front of the doorway. And beyond that, inside the room, you see an empty kitchen. Hmm. I will step into there. 
And does this place like fallen apart and dilapidated or is it in good repair? Well, you notice that it is in good repair. Okay. The holes in the ceiling have been patched up and it's been, you know, generally cleaned up for use. There's a cooking fireplace in the corner. You see a wooden cask uh, neatly filled with cooking utensils. And near the entrance, hanging on the wall, is a copper pan uh, punched with holes. Hmm. And right next to you, Elric, on the floor there, sits a sack that's filled with something. Okay. Teeters. I look in the sack. You look in the sack, and you see that it's full of chestnuts. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. They were using the copper pot to roast chestnuts? Yeah, that's what it looks mm, like. I guess Gene Alls like chestnuts. I think it's the Red Wizard who's eating the chestnuts. Yeah, exactly. It could be the Red Wizard yeah. because the Gene Alls, the Gene Alls, the Nulls. <laughs> the Nulls aren't going to care. And the, and the Nulls aren't going to care about a clean kitchen and clean rooms. All of the tidying up, of the tidying up rooms um, or the tidy rooms were all done by for either by or for the Red Wizards, for sure. Can I take a small portion of chestnuts? Sure. Fill my pockets. You never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. You might find the person that likes chestnuts and bribe them. <laughs> I'll pay you in chestnuts. <laughs> What's the point of the chest? Why do they have bags of chestnuts here? They're red. It's like Santa Claus. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You know, they wear yeah. red. They're just playing the part. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, I'm going to fill up my, uh, some, I'm going to put some chestnuts into one of my ba- uh, backpack pockets. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to take that pan too, in case I want to roast some next time we camp out. Ooh. Capital. Okay. I'll stick that in my backpack too. I think we've reached a, a point where we need to decide whether we're going to go back up and investigate those last two rooms or whether we're going to go down these stairs or whether we're going to take a short rest before we do any of those things. I think what we should do is at least go back upstairs and finish off uh, clearing out the or go take a short rest somewhere, but I don't want to go down that stair. I don't want to go down that um, spiral staircase into yeah. a dungeon just yet. All right, so let's go upstairs and check out those two rooms. Okay, so you guys leave the kitchen and the old keep and head back upstairs to the landing decorated with the those hundreds of family crests. And you check out these two unopened doors. One opens to another dilapidated uh, bedroom, and the other opens uh, into a room lined with ceramic tiles. And many of them have fallen off the walls and lay uh, cracked and broken on the ground. Uh, you've discovered the toilet, uh, one that hasn't been used in a long, long time. Okay. Okay. I want to make my way down to down to the staircase and listen down and hear if uh, we can hear anything happening from downstairs. All right. So you guys leave the landing, head past the lounge, and back to the sitting room with the stairwell that led down to the great hall. And you listen, and you don't hear anything downstairs. Okay. Do we want to go Let's down there and down check the out the stairs. rest of the Great Hall? Yeah. Yeah. Esmere's so going to wanna... check out this fireplace, too, one, like she checked out the one downstairs. Okay. So we want to go down, halfway down the stairs, and listen or and peek around to see if uh, anybody's 
any activity down there. Okay, so you guys start making your way uh, back down into the Great Hall. You're quietly sneaking down the stairs, not sure if some gnolls have reoccupied it. You're being cautious. Jake's in the lead. He turns to Cullen with his fingers on his lips. Shh. Cullen turns to Elric. Shh. Elric turns to Esmir. Shh. Oh, oh, but wait. Esmir's not there. (laughs) Where is she? Where is Esmir? Esmir is all the way back at the lounge, standing inside the fireplace. (laughs) Something about this monolith has really piqued her gnomish curiosity. And Esmir, you check out this uh, upper fireplace that's also been carved into this stone. And you look up into the flue, you check out the stones, uh, everything. But again, uh, you don't find anything out of place. And now you have ashes all over your magic boots. Shucks. I'm going to start calling you Cinderella. (laughs) And then I'm going to wonder where everybody went. We're downstairs. We came downstairs. We're down here. Yes, Mia. They down here? Yes. Yes, we are. So we're on the, the other map. Esmia, where are you? Oh, there you are. Come down here. <laughs> so are we going to go to this door down here? And listen in at the door. Elric, don't you think you might want to take a potion or something. I was just about to say, I'm, I you might want to take a disheveled. <laughs> Green. Peek it. So I'm gonna uh, scratch off another potion of healing, so that leaves me with two potions of healings. So, look, 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 look. It tastes minty. <laughs> Six points. Respectable. Oh, you look better. Okay, I'm gonna open it up stealthily, and then Everybody prepare your actions. Careful, boy, careful. And I'm going to ready a fireball. Okay, anyone else? Yeah. I'm going to ready sacred flame. Um, So I'm going to get a hand axe for throwing, but I'm going to be opening the door, so... But I'm going to do so with stealth. All right, roll that stealth. Ooh. 21. All right, nice. So the door quietly opens... And you look inside. Sunlight pours into this large room from a huge hole in the roof, uh, which is supported by uh, these two massive wooden beams. And you see outside puffy clouds that float along a blue afternoon sky. And 10 feet in front of you is like an eight, nine foot uh, tall wall made of wooden slats. Uh, The slats are Uh, pretty tightly spaced, so you can't really see uh, beyond it. Uh, But you do see straw sticking out of the slats near the bottom. And you know that you are in the stables and that this is an old horse stall right here in front of you. Uh, And then looking to your left, you see along the wall piles of wooden debris and old iron bars. And you can kind of see from here uh, the large uh, double stable, the stable doors, right? Uh, but you can't see much else because uh, of this wall in front of you. It's blocking your view. 
All right, I'm going to quietly enter the room and 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 uh, stand here at the corner of this stall and see if I can see more than that. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Ah, oops, didn't make as good of a showing oh, of that boy. stealth. I kick a tin can. Okay, so you come up to the corner of this stall here and you peer around. And along the south wall, in line with this stall uh, you're next to, right, you see four more animal stalls. Old straw, dry leaves, and even some old rugs spill out from them and onto the floor of this large stable. Uh, across from you are the big stable doors, big enough for a carriage or a coach to drive through. And then, uh, in the northeast corner, you see a bunch of crude beds along the wall. I turn to the my compatriots and say, in a whisper, Looks like we found the barracks for those nasty little gnolls. Okay. I don't see anything moving, do I? Go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay. And you know what? Let's just resume our previous initiative order that's in the combat tracker there. So, Elric, you watch as Cullen moves along and peers around the edge of this stall. What do you want to do? I'm going to go in and I'm going to go right to there. 19, by the way, perception. Okay. So, Elric, as you start moving there, you see Cullen suddenly raise up his hand, uh, like uh, giving a military signal to stop. Okay. So, that means I'm right there then. Okay. Esmir, you see Colin's hand go up and Alric freeze. What do you do? Um, Esmir is going to stay right where she is. Okay, Jake, it looks like Colin has noticed something. What do you do? Right, so I'm going to start walking in. I'm going to go walking in and I see his hand up. So I'm going to scooch. Um, I want to scooch just in front of Colin a little bit see if I could see at all around into any kind of movement going on in any of those stalls. From there, uh, you can see the entire stable and you can see all the stalls, but from that position there, um, other than the first stall, you can't really see inside the rest of them. Gotcha, okay. So I'm going to just kind of like scooch myself up against the wall and pretend that I can, that I'm going to, I'm going to believe because this is, you know, it's Jake, uh, that I'm like a chameleon up against the wall that nobody can really see me. <laughs> that if you hold perfectly with my still, grayish, you yeah, with my, with my grayish cloak <laughs> that I'm just kind of blending into the, into the wall. He thinks he is. You can see him probably clear as day, but you know. I'm blending into the wall. <laughs> okay, Colin, uh, you're not sure which one, but you heard something in one of these stalls, and you quickly warn the party, and then you watch as Jake starts acting all stealthy, <laughs> going into some weird stealth mode or something. <laughs> what are you going to do next? So um, I do the military hand signals with, like I say, I, I point at my eyes and then I point across the room to this pillar that's to the northeast. Okay. And then I point at myself and then I point back at the pillar. 
And I just, I run towards this pillar and then get behind it. All right. You make a break for the far pillar. And when you're about halfway there, oh boy. <laughs> the sound of cackling knolls suddenly echoes through the stables. And then you hear the twang of two bows. If I, if I did like, you know, the, the Captain Kirk dive roll, would that <laughs> give him disadvantage? Because I do know that there's something over there. Well, technically, no. Uh, but since I can totally picture it now, and knowing what an awesome maneuver the uh, Captain Kirk roll is, <laughs> I'm going to give them a minus two. Okay, here we go. <laughs> The first arrow misses with a 15. Yes, right on. Oh, oh, the Captain Kirk roll Ooh. saved you there. Otherwise, you would have been hit. Nice. All right, it flies over your head just as you start your roll. All right, the second arrow hits with an 18. Oh, oh Just as hits. you get behind the pillar, an arrow sticks in your leg. Ooh, does max damage. Nine Shit. points. That was a bad idea. You should have done a Neo cartwheel instead of a mm. Captain Kirk dive roll. Yeah. Elric, Cullen just made a fancy dash for the far pillar, and two arrows flew at him. Looks like he took a bad one in the leg. What are you going to do? All right, I'm going to run uh, behind the pillar as well, but I'm going to go to the other side of the pillar. Do I see into that stall from there? You do. You see two gnolls notching arrows into their longbows. Okay. I'm going to shoot. Can I? Can I? I only moved 25. I didn't move 30. That's fine. And I had a fireball ready. Yep. Can I shoot the first one yep. with the fireball? Okay. Here we go. Uh, firebolt. Miss. Nine misses. All right, Esmir, you are still back in the great hall there when you suddenly hear the familiar and creepy cackling of gnolls inside the stables. Uh, the boys are in there. What are you going to do? I can't really do that much. I don't see anybody. Yeah, you you don't see where everyone is. I'm just gonna wait. You're gonna wait in that room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, am I in the doorway? No. The doorway is right below you there. I'm gonna stand in the doorway. Okay. And- you come into the doorway of the stables, and in front of you is a wooden wall. Yeah. And when you look left. You see Jake hugging the wall uh, there, acting all stealthy. <laughs> and Jake, it's your turn. Cullen and Elric have rushed into the center of the stables and are under fire. What are you going to do? I'm going to, because I, I believe um, that my my plan is working. <laughs> they can't see me up against the wall. I'm going to scooch, I'm going to scooch up the wall this way one square. Um, can I see... A null number two at that angle? Uh, you see some kind of movement, but nothing that you could target. Okay, so then directly um, the next square up, there's something in my way, isn't there? Yes, it's, what a is pi- it's a pile of like old cage bars or poles. Oh, okay. So, so I'm going to crouch, and I'm just going to kind of scurry over here in a crouched uh, way. <laughs> And scurry over a crutch. And I'm and, and yeah, scurry over oh, oh, like a little rat. No one's gonna see that. No, they, well, you know, he thinks that nobody can. So um, I'm like a ninja. Right. <laughs> okay. 
So I'm going to go over there and I'm going to um, pull out my crossbow and I'm going to fire into knoll number two. Oh. Oh, you missed. The bolt sticks into the side of the star. Okay. Um, so hang on. So I went 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm going 25 and I'm going to stand back here. Okay, so Jake runs towards the closer pillar. Scurrying. He, oh, sorry, he scurries. <laughs> he scurries over, and halfway there, he fires off a bolt and then ducks behind the pillar. And just as he does that, a knoll leans out from inside a stall and fires an arrow at Elric. Oh, he rolls a natural one. Oh, man. <laughs> and then he rolls an 84 on the fumble table. Oh, no. Your bloodlust and rage has just caused you to hit the closest ally to you with your melee or ranged weapon. Oh, shucks. <laughs> well, you know what? It just so happens that there is another knoll right next to him there. Ooh. And the arrow somehow hits, the, hits his buddy there. It was a ricochet. Yeah, yeah, like in the cartoons. <laughs> and there was a metal plate and it rebounded into him. No, no, it was a horseshoe hanging on the pillar, <laughs> and it ricochets back and hits his ally for, oh, maximum damage, Whoa, nine nice. points. All right. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right, so now, uh, Noel 2 sees Elric just standing out there in the open there and fires. Oh, and he misses with a 16. <laughs> Colin, Noel's are taking shots at you and Elric from inside these stalls. What are you going to do? I am aggrieved. I've been hit. You'll die for that. So five, 10, 15, 20. Eh, can't get, eh. They can both hit me, but they can't get advantage on me. So screw you, dude. I'm going to go after this guy with my battle axe. 15 hits. 15 hits. Moderate damage. 10 points. The long sword. 21 hits, and the sword's damage seven critical. You are almost dead now, buddy. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn my action surge Ooh. against my better judgment and take another swing with my axe. Yes, 12 misses. Oh, let me add a precision to that. <laughs> See how well where's the fairy she is? <laughs> Eight maximum right. precision. Uh, Twenty uh, must hit. <laughs> Four! He's dying! Wow. Finally! I killed the guy in one turn! Nice! Hack slash hack! Alright, that knoll goes down fast, and the other knoll next to him's like, oh, it's a windmill shit. of death! Okay. That's what I call it. I call it the windmill of death! <laughs> nice! So Cullen goes into the stall and engages his windmill of death and quickly cuts down Noel too. Uh, blood sprays all over the walls and straw and all over his buddy there, who drops his longbow and pulls out his glaive and begins spinning it around. Oh yeah, I got a windmill too, buddy. <laughs> and it swings it at Cullen. Oh, this is with a 13. And then from another stall, a glaive-wielding knoll jumps out. <laughs> and it has an arrow stuck in its chest. It's just a flesh wound. It's an honest mistake. And then it charges Elric and brings it down. All right, well, he, as soon as he steps into my range, I'm going to take a swing at him. Ah, cool. Go for it. Oof. That's a miss. Damn it. Ah, eight misses. 
So the snow closes and you react, but it dodges and brings its glaive down on your head and hits with a 21. Oh, shit. And does seven points of damage, putting Elric into heavy. And now it's your turn, Elric. What are you gonna do? Gosh. So now I'm going to swing at him again. Hit. 18. Damage. What the? You got some jiggly dice today. Put some screw. That was good. Let me take my uh, bonus. Yeah. My bonus butt. Your butt's on fire tonight. Oh, oh it fizzled out. This. Yeah, I got the bad luck with the dice tonight. The jiggly dice. The jiggly That's dice. That's right. He's in critical thanks to his buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll hit him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Esmir, uh, you don't see anything, but you hear lots of commotion happening in the stables. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm going to come in here and I'm going to go like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see uh, Gino, right? Yep. You peer around the stall, and you see Elric fighting a knoll in the middle of the stables there. I'm going to target this Gino, and I'm going to shoot a firebolt at him. 21 hits. I'm going to hit him. Nice. Thank I'm going to zip him with a four. And that's enough to kill it. Yes. And the knoll oh. falls at Elric's feet. Nice. That guy shouldn't have woke up today. And then I'm going to just day. scoot back behind this wall. That's a, you didn't see anything except for your friend dying maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. All right, Jake, uh, you now see Esmir to your right, hugging the stall wall, and you're behind this pillar. What are you going to do? Okay. Coming out 5, 10, 15. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to take out my crossbow. And send it flying at knoll number one. Take a bolt between your eyes. And I miss. Another bolt sticks into the side of the stall. So then I'm going to go five and hide behind that thing. The pillar. I thought you were bravely stepping in front of the injured Elric, your tutelage. (laughs) No. (laughs) What do you mean? This is a battle. I'm not a moron. I'm not a shield. <laughs> you have a shield. That's a nice shiny shield. He could look. He could take a step look. to the right, to his right, and hide behind that pole. Well, Noel Number One says thanks for getting out of my way as he shoots an arrow at Elric. Oh, but misses with an 11, almost an 18. So I look at Elric and I say, what are you doing standing there like a billboard? Get out of the way, boy. I'm waiting for him to come to me. All right, Cullen, it's you and this knoll in this stall, trouncing around, taking a roll in the hay. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Well. What are you guys doing in there? I'm going to try to kill you before you have a chance to kill me. So let's see how that works out. He's soiling his only pair of skivvies. Oh, jeez. No, I'm not. (laughs) Doing well. Kill him. I take a swing with my axe. Ooh, 19. Nice. That's good enough for me. What the? Light damage. Oops, that was a bad roll for damage. Five points. Just five points. Longsword. Oh, it misses. Precision won't save me here. Oh, that is what it is. All right, it's still alive. (laughs) And it's going to retaliate with its glaive. A natural 20. Oh, that's not good. Natural bull crap. 12 points of critical damage. Oh, nasty hit. 
so 11 hit points left. Oh my god. Chris Kringle. <laughs> All right. You see in the stall nearest you there, blood just squirt up over the top of the wall, and you hear Cullen grunt in pain. What are you going to do? Okay, I'm going to run over to here, which is, what, 5, 10 feet, and then is, is he in my range for polearm? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to glaive. I'm going to give him the glaive. Give him the glaive. 14. It hits. Yeah, 14 hits, just barely. It almost dodged out of the way. Okay, um, damage. Nice. Puts him in the heavy. heavy. Nine points. And I'm going to, can I burn an action surge at this point? You also have a bonus action, don't forget. Oh, the bonus butt. You miss. Miss. That misses. Mm, that dodges your butt. You said you wanted to take an action surge? Yeah. So I'm going to click action surge. He's targeted, so I'm going to give him the glaive again. Come on. Oh, oh crap. Nine misses. Biscuits. Mm-hmm. All right, Esmir, some serious fighting is happening, and you're still around the corner there doing your peek and poke. My peek and poke. I have no familiars, which is very distressing. So I'm going to go like this. Can I, can I get a bead on this guy from here? Which one? Polearm one. No, not from there. Oh, you know, I just, you know what? I'm going to go back like this and I'm going to shoot at Genol number one. All right. Let me target him like that. And I'm going to shoot my firebolt. Ooh. Nice. 18 hits. plus nice. 6. 24 hits. Whoa. Oh, man. <laughs> One point of damage. It's sad. I singed some of his ear hair. <laughs> and I'm going to go, you didn't see anything. I'm going to go back here. All right, so Jake... Uh, you're behind the pillar there, and Esmir just poked around the corner, tossed a firebolt, and then disappeared back around. And the boys are in the stalls fighting something. What are you going to do? I I know that this might be kind of a waste of a slot since they're... I mean, both of these guys are kind of down in the red a little bit, but I am going to pull out my little vial of Agma Blessing Juice, <laughs> and I'm gonna start flicking it. Flick, flick, flick. Here's some blessing for Esmir. Swing, bloop. And here's a little bit for Elric. Fling, flick. Then here's a little flick for my friend Cullen. Fling, fling, click. And then I'm going to sprinkle some on my face as well, Jose. <laughs> and then I'm going to back up to this little corner back here because I got 13 hit points left before I die. And I want some distance. 5, 10, 15. <laughs> you can call me a wimp if you'd like. I'm trying I'm trying to heal. You're a wimp. <laughs> heal myself, Jose. I have 11. I've got 18. Well, this gnoll sees you running through the stables, and it leans out and aims its longbow at you, and fires. 
Honey, and rolls a dirty 20 and hits. Oh no, that's why you were hiding behind the pole. Bastion. You save on your spell concentration, but you take five points of damage uh, as the arrow sticks into your back and the no cackles. <laughs> that hurts, actually. Now, Cullen, you're in the stall with this glaive swinging knoll. The blood's yes. everywhere. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, you know, I figured it would be my turn real soon and I would just waste this guy. So let's try that. All right. <laughs> let's try that. Let's try the battle axe first. Nice. 29. Nice. Wow. 29 hits hard. One point away from 20. And this is the one weapon where <laughs> I get an advantage. Oh, what oh. the hell, man? What? You rolled a one, so five points of damage. Jesus. So close. Ideos me. But he's in critical. All right, longsword. 18 is a hit. Nice. Six more go. dying, finally. Yay. Ten points kills him. Nice. You wasted him, you did. Choppy stick. Choppy poke. Chop poke. Nice. Well, that gives me the bravery and confidence to just run up to this guy and get in his face. Ah. Give him a hug. <laughs> Stop shooting my friend with your arrows, bitch. The guy. <laughs> I to cut your head off. It's a family show. <laughs> so, Esmir, uh, you don't know what's going on because you're hiding behind the stall. Well, I don't and... need to know. I know what death sounds like. I've seen death. Kind of like chop, gurgle. I'm going to do a cartwheel. <laughs> and then when I finish my knee, my cartwheel, I'm going to do a little, little, um, uh, matrix thing. Mm. I'm going to shoot a firebolt while I'm doing a cartwheel. From right there? From right there. Negative five. Why? Because there's a big pole in the way, a big uh, beam in the way. Oh, that's fine. I'll do a couple more cartwheels, just like in the lobby scene there. And I shoot a firebolt at him from here. Whoa. Nice. Thanks, Agma. All right. You didn't need it. I didn't even need it. No. That was but that, great. Don't tell Agma that. Ten. Whoa, right. Maximum nice. damage. Awesome Those sauce. cartwheels sweet. helped out. Yeah. The cartwheels were awesome. Slow motion too. Slow motion. It added to it. I have to say, it was very, it was very entertaining watching that too. It was like a circus act. It was really neat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Esmia, for the entertainment routine. And then I'm going to <laughs> go here. Behind the pillar. Okay, nice. Jake, you turn back and see Esmir cartwheeling through the stables while nailing a knoll with a firebolt, then ducking behind this pillar. It's your turn. What are you going to do? And I'm going to go, Jake, this probably would have been a good place for you to stop. But I'm, but I'm still... Just saying. I'm, I'm still grimacing uh, with an arrow in my back. It's okay, we'll fix you And I'm going to turn around with my teeth clenched and I'm gonna throw open my cloak, pull out my crossbow and shoot a bolt at Genol number one. That's what I'm going to do. Take this, sucker. Nice. Man, you guys are rolling high, man. 2019s. And I split them right in the nose. Critical, Critical. eight points. Who's next? Okay, so this other knoll sees Cullen come up to it, and it drops its longbow and spins around with a spear when a bolt slams into its chest. But it continues its attack on Cullen. 
and misses. The bolt threw off its attack, and the spear whiffs past Cullen. Oh. And Cullen, it's your turn. I don't know, Nate. That's, <laughs> I don't know what he rolled, but I was looking at something else. All right, so let's drop the axe. You rolled a 15? Oh, so it was close. Shit. All right, Drop well, the axe on him, Cullen. Drop the axe. Drop Quit the talking axe. and kill him. 23. Is a hit, and he's dead. Dying. Nice. Yay. 10 points kills 99, him. Gino. But before I yield the remainder points. of my time, I'm going to turn around <laughs> and look into this remaining stall. That's a good idea. And see if there was something lurking there. So I still have a, an attack left. Instinct. And I'm going to yell out, Colin, is there anything lurking there? <laughs> I am a battle master. We know not to leave blind corners. Okay. You peer around and look into the stall, and you only find moldy straw. Yeah. This room stinks, you see. So it's time to go through the bodies and see what jingly janglies we can find. Jingly janglies. Then I propose we need to find some place to take a long rest or at least a short one. I would say a long one would be nice. I could get my spell slots back. I got one bless left and that's it. Okay, you guys go through these null bodies and you find um, 13 gold pieces. Oh. All right, so <laughs> it is probably around the middle of the afternoon, so it might be a little too early to take a long rest. Hmm. Well, I think we should hold up here and do a quick hour. Quickie. Take guard positions either side of this door. I got two hit dice. Okay. Oh, we also have potions. Remember we, we uh Yeah loaded up on healing potions. Um I still have my second wind I can use and I think I will use it. Okay. So I'm gonna click that the second wind has been used and I'm gonna move the cross over me. Huh, five points. Nine points. Oh nine points. I'm gonna hold off I'm burning my last spell. I'm not going to bless myself. I'll roll hit dice instead. A two? Are you kidding me? You got one more you can roll. That was ridiculous. And an eight. So I got four and eight. So what am I? Am I all better now? You are full up. I am full up. So how do the potions work? You drink them. <laughs> no, I know, but do I... Click on a cross, or how does you got two hit die to spend too. Um, because you know potions work best in the heat of battle. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I'll do the hit die. But the thing about hit die is, once you use them, you gotta do you lose them. Twenty-four hours of rest to get back one. Eight hours ago. Or eight hours. No, to get back half. Half of your number. We don't use them that often anyway. Do we? No, it's just. Mm. Five. Quite You're just being me. a little extra nerdy right now, and you need to just roll the damn die. <laughs> nice. Finally, something Eleven. I can use. Just roll it, bro. I think I'm back to full. I did just roll it, bro. Yeah, and you got nine points. Eleven. Broina. Don't you feel better? I got one hit die left. You think I should burn it? That's what they're for, man. Yep. All right. Here we go. Nice. There you go. All right, nine points. 
12. See? 12 points. Hit points are hit points. All right, 39. I am one point below full. See? And, um, Esmir really, really, really misses Asilius, and she wants to bring Asilius back. Did you roll hit die? No. No, Esmir doesn't care about her con- her health. She just wants to get her owl back. Okay. But I, I think I'm full up, right? Um, you are full up. You were hiding yeah. behind the stall the whole time, yeah. so you did pretty good there. I was fighting smarter, not harder. There you go. Okay, so since you are not going <laughs> to do anything else during... Well, there's one other thing you could do during your short rest, which is your... Um, your arcane recovery. That's something you might want to think about. What do you want? Do you want spell slots or do you want AC? AC. Okay. Oh, Esmir really... spell slots would be much better. Yeah, but but Esmir, she can't go to, like if she doesn't have her familiar with her, she's just, you might as well just, it would be like if one of you guys was missing. Mm, character driven decision, so, I understand. Yeah. And you know what, <laughs> zippy zap, I do just fine without myself, spell slots. <laughs> Zippity zap. You know what I'm saying? I still have two first level and one second level. So yeah, I have... you're pretty good at uh, managing your spells. I'm pretty good at killing stuff, so... With magic. Yeah, with magic. And AC helps me all the time. I'd be, no- I'd be nothing without AC. No. All right. So while those guys are bandaging themselves up and... Uh, uh, getting ready to move on. You spent your hour um, doing shasha. your fine familiar ritual and yeah. you bring back AC. AC! My little owlie. And then let us go down. We lost a red wizard somewhere. Well, he might have left the building and just the red, the red wizard has left the building and just buggered off. Maybe. To the dungeon! To the dungeon! We're burning daylight. Okay, guys, remember, can I Can I just, can we have a small group meeting for a second? We just did. You oh, missed I it. I thought we just did. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Please, say what no, you need to oh, say. No, that's fine. It was a joke. No, I want you to say what you need to say. Well, I'm just saying, before we go traipsing into some dungeon, we should maybe look around the room we're in and see huh. if there's any treasure, maybe... Search through these stalls a little bit, kick over some hay. Hey, what the hay? (laughs) Okay. You find a new car. (laughs) And there's one for you. (laughs) (laughs) Showcase showdown. (laughs) A Broyhill Range. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Broyhill did the furniture, a Broyhill bedroom set. Exactly. <laughs> a brand new top-loading whirlpool washing machine. Yeah. A radar range. <laughs> radar range. <laughs> and a year's supply of rice-a-roni. San Francisco treat. A.K.A. microwave. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Yeah. I always like the mountain climber one. Wee, oh, wee, that was wee, my wee. favorite game. <laughs> the yodeling. I love yeah. that game. And then he goes over the hill. Oh, meow. <laughs> All right, so you guys search uh, the stables. And what did we win, DM? Well, uh, you searched your heart out, and you win absolutely nothing. Aww. Aww. Thanks for playing. Good night, everybody. 
insult. We leave our body tending to their wounds and dreaming about radar ranges, bedroom sets, and top-loading washing machines. Maybe they do need a long rest. What will befall our noble adventures if they encounter that red wizard? What are hillbilly guitars and how did the gnolls get them? Who is this Neo person and what is so great about his car wheels? Chop gurgle. Is that what that sounds like? Really? Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so the party has fully explored the upper portion of the lodge and are getting ready to head down and explore the dungeon beneath. So they took a short rest and there was a discussion, right, about spending uh, hit dice. Now, if you're not familiar with D&D 5th edition rules, uh, every player has a pool of these hit dice. And the number of these dice that they uh, each get is determined by their level. So they're all level four, right? So they each get four of these dice. And the type of dice that they roll, the type of dice that they get, is determined by their class, right? So uh, fighters get D10s, clerics get D8s, and wizards get D6s. So now after a short rest, they can roll these dice, as many as they have, and add their constitution modifier, and then they regain hit points equal to the total that they rolled. And then after a long rest, they regain a spent hit die uh, equal to half of their maximum. So for our level four players, they would uh, each regain up to two. So important stuff right, for, for staying healthy, especially before entering a dungeon. And I hope all of you are staying healthy out there And if you're having a hard time getting together uh, with your friends to play, as it is these days, uh, I've been finding some really cool Facebook groups uh, that help people uh, connect with each other. There's game masters looking for players, players looking for games to join. It's really cool. It's really nice to see uh, fellow gamers support each other like this. And if you're enjoying listening to us play... Uh, please consider supporting Roll Radio. Leave us a review uh, and then head over to RollRadio.com and consider becoming a Patreon. And the game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition uh, and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module, uh, which is from Wizards of the Coast. Check them out at dnd.wizards.com. The Roll Radio theme was composed and produced by Andrew Capone, dash composer.com and the in-game music and sound effects are from sirenscape.com all right again thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you next time when things start to get a little spooky